podcast where we reunite and bring together while motivating the passionate to pursue so you know during this quarantine time i think that one of the things that has helped people kind of get through every day is music for sure you yep. know when you wake up when you're up late at night you just go on spotify apple music wherever you listen to music play your favorite songs look at your favorite playlists look up if your favorite artists have new songs like that that's one of the things that's really boosted morale for a lot of people during this um quarantine time And you know what really got us as podcasters wondering, like, what really goes into the life of a musician? Kind of, you know, making the music, writing the songs, like performing at gigs, and especially now that you know musicians have had to um, transition to doing things differently because of all the limitations that COVID has brought upon them. Um, we're here to learn all about that today, and we have a very special guest on to talk about that with us. Would you like to introduce yourself, sir? Hello, hello. What's up? I'm Julio. I'm Julio Banzon. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. The sus. For sure, man. Uh, <laughs> how do you say it? The sus or the sus? Sus. sus. Like, yeah. Sus. Sus. Sus Mariosa. Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Coin that. Coin that. Coin it. Yeah, man. Thank you guys for having me. Our pleasure, man. Mm-hmm. Of course, super honored to have you here. So yeah, we're just you know just gonna get a feel of what it's like to be in the shoes of the of a musician like yourself. We prepared a couple of like questions to kind of get the ball rolling here. So All let's right. just, let's yeah. just pop it off. Let's go. Fire away. Yeah. So I think everyone here is would like to, like would be curious like. For a musician like yourself, like what made you fall in love with music and to start making it? Um, well, I mean, I've always loved performing ever since I was a kid. Like, because my mom would teach me how to sing and all that, and then I learned the instruments. My first instrument was the drums, and well, I liked it, but I was at the back, so I would jam with my uh, my dad. He plays saxophone. Uh, my brother oh. played guitar at first, right? And I was the drums, and it was all nice and all. Uh, until we performed, and I was like, I want to be on front. <laughs> I want to be in front too, you know. So uh, I learned guitar because <laughs> I knew that's what it was. That's what it was gonna take to be in front. This was a kid talking, by the way. So I don't know, like that was baby Julio. <laughs> But yeah. Um, so eventually, uh, 12 years old, I was homeschooled. I mean, I was homeschooled for like five years, uh, but on that last year of homeschool, I was all alone. My brother went to a real, a traditional school, and I was all alone. And that's when I picked up the guitar, and uh, I'm, I fell in love with it because I realized that these chords are like, I can make shit up. I can make my own thing. Like, I I also used to like get my dad's chord book. You know, before Ultimate Guitar was alive, you know that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would just read lyrics, but I didn't know those songs. Those are old. There's like 
50s. Johnny Be Good. I had no idea what that what song that was. But Johnny Be Good <laughs> yeah. was the one I was reading. And I had no idea how it sounded. So I just made up my own tune. And it kind of all started like that. And eventually when I got better at guitar, um, I just practiced more and like eh, I just thought, okay, maybe I can write songs. So there you go. Uh at around 13, 13 years old, or yeah. I was like writing now. Wow, so you're pretty much self-thought. Like you taught yourself like and you started off with a song that's like a really quick fast song. Yeah. Oh well I didn't wow. again I didn't know what that song was. I just saw the lyrics and then I made my own tune. So I don't even know how that tune goes. It's just I don't know. I just got inspired to steal someone's lyrics and make another tune out of it of course that's not what i do anymore but <laughs> yeah so you to swear. Back, to <laughs> back to the future right? yeah mm. marty mcfly and that oh. shit man <laughs> yeah dude yeah but that's pretty cool i yeah. didn't know that you played drums also like i thought you were yeah, just a first. guitarist but you know other uh, instruments, right? Like, don't you, you know how to play bass also, I think? I play bass. I can play piano. But I think drums is still my worst. Uh, but, like, I mean, I still kind of play it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know those four mostly. Ukulele, that counts. Uh, I'm learning violin. It's, I suck. Oh, my God. But, uh, <laughs> no, it's just for fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can be your own indie band already on your own. One man band. Yeah. That's kind of what I would I mean going for now. I mean now that I'm solo. Uh but I that's true, but it's pretty cool that like you have knowledge of like all those different instruments. So like, you know, writing songs should kind of be you know, kind of like, I'm not going to say a breeze, but it's probably easier for you now that you know how each part's probably going to sound and like what you want it to sound like with like different instruments, right? So putting it together. Yeah. Like, yeah, I made a, I mean, I made a bunch of tunes during pandemic. Like, even if it's not like official, you know, Spotify worthy songs, but like I would play on the guitar and then I'd make a bass line with the guitar. Um and yeah, I would just work around that. And then the drums, yeah, I just use like garage band or something. Uh, nice. That's the way to do I, it. Yeah, dude. I mean, like, I don't play the drums, just let the garage band do it. I'm just here to play guitar and jam with my with my friends. Like, um, I had this virtual jam that I posted on my Instagram uh, with Juno nice. Manalo, the oh. guitarist of basically Saturday night. Yeah, yeah basically I asked Saturday him, night. Want to do a virtual jam? I made a beat, or not beat, but like I made a tune. You can jump to it, and so you can find it on my Instagram, my IGTV. Yeah, I'm gonna have to remember to plug that for sure in the end of this video. <laughs> jam on the ground. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Nah, nah. Yeah. Okay. So you're, you said uh, that you know Instagram. now you're now you're trying to become like you're you're heading towards that path of being like a solo musician but you did used to be part of like not only one band but two bands right like like take us through yes. that memory with you like how did you guys form like what was it like performing with with both of those bands like i i, I i've been to like one or two of your gigs i think where i saw you perform with with different people pa. so like yeah 
Yeah, you're, pretty, <laughs> you're super good, man. <laughs> oh, thank you, man. Uh, uh, La Playa... La Playa started out in high school. Uh, it was me. Well, no. Initially, I wasn't even part of La Playa. It was my friend Nick, Nick Gonzalez, Lucas Rodriguez, and um, Diego Capilli from Zubel. So I'm from Zubel in high school. Um, and uh, they made the band Riot Pigs. <laughs> so we were Riot Pigs at first. They, they added me into the roster after a few months. And then, you know, eventually... We switched around the, with the um, with the band members, and then we changed our name to La Playa because we changed our genre. Like we wanted to write surf music, and so that's how La Playa came to be. And um, that was that was a pretty good. That is a pretty good run. We're still currently making songs, um, even though our drummer, our new drummer, uh, moved to Australia. Uh, we oh, still wow. have like songs recorded and ready for mixing, so we still we can still release songs. That was also the first band of mine that like got signed by a, a label, Mustard Music. Yeah. Yeah, um, I know Mustard Music. Nice. nice. <laughs> yeah, so that was cool. It was nice to have them. Uh, but now we're currently like, we're off them already. Like, uh, we decided to part ways. But yeah, I mean, it was a good run. So it's truly inspiring me but um smoothie booze we're still indie although smoothie booze is no more uh unfortunately because i made i basically i made the band uh 2018 college i was in college freshman year college and um i met this is where it, it's kind of like a movie scene vibes you know when a band comes together it's like you <laughs> the main character walks up Walks up to different musicians and is just like, hey, you want to be part of a band? And they're just like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, man. And then, so, <laughs> so I, I meet this guy. He's a bassist. He's a multi-instrumentalist, um, Nathan Asunchon. Uh, really, really nice guy. Um, and super good musician. He's better than me, probably. I don't know. Uh, and like... Um, he decided, okay, I'll play bass for you. Let's find a drummer. And so we found, we found Santino Andrada. Um, he's from DLSU. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we got him to play drums. I saw him. Uh, I was in Agno, I think, one day, and I was just like, hey, I know you. Uh, I met <laughs> you before, and I was just like, you play drums, like, my friend. Um. My friend Winona, actually, you know Winona Gloria. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Nice. She was just yeah. like, oh, Santino, you know Santino? Yeah, he plays drums. And I was like, oh shit, no way. And so later on that day, I messaged him on Facebook out of nowhere. Yo, you play drums, right? Let's jam. <laughs> and so we did that, and that's where it started, man. Like after a while, of course, we, we went through like two different drummers, but we finally found Santino, which was it's amazing, and that's how we started Smoothie Boos. Yeah. Wow. What's the meaning behind the name, man? Like, it's a really interesting name. Oh. Huh. I think it all started when I got drunk, and I woke mm-hmm. up with a hangover, and I wanted, a, I wanted a smoothie or a milkshake, but mostly a mango smoothie, something really refreshing, you know? And so I was like, smoothie. And booze, and 
<laughs> I have no idea. I found it catchy. I was just like, yo, I went to my brother. I was like, yo, Q, uh, what do you think about smoothie booms? And he was like, it's pretty catchy, but a little questionable. But I was just like, fuck it, yeah. I'm going to go for it. Like, I don't care. I didn't. I always thought, like, even in writing music, I mean, the less you think about it, the the more it should be okay. Like, I don't know. I mean, of course, if it's like some um, some weird baby name, then I wouldn't want it. But if I like it, then I should just go for it, right? It's just like anyone who writes music should have that in mind as well. So that they're not so insecure or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know, but that's how it that's how it started. Oh, You're literally just just all because of a hangover. Yeah, man. <laughs> I was I was hella hungover that day. Oh, that's all I wanted. I was just thinking about Big Chill. Ooh, there's a plug, <laughs> Big Chill. Pay me for advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Right. Yeah. So, okay, let's, oh, uh, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Let's pick your brain a little bit. So, yeah. what's like the musical process for you, like you know, in terms of writing songs or like and deciding how each like particular song of yours would sound? Mm, well, first, I mean, man, it, it, writing songs kind of dates back to what inspires me. So it's not just, it doesn't start just at the process of actually writing. It's like, I first like collected all, all my influences, like all the music that I really love listening to on repeat. I try to internalize it. You know, at the start, I would make random songs that sound exactly like that, that genre or that artist. Like here, let's say best example, Arctic Monkeys. You know, Alex Turner's Arctic. voice, very, very iconic, right? Uh, and I had a low voice. So I was like, oh, okay, he has low voice. I have low voice. Let's do it, you know? <laughs> and so I thought, okay, I'll just make a bunch of songs. Uh, like, and what if it sounds like it too much, maybe I'll change it. And so basically, a lot of my songs ended up sounding like it, and I didn't want that. So I didn't release any of those. Um, and then I picked new artists like the Cooks, um, John nice. Mayer. Uh, oh, John Mayer, boy. The, <laughs> the Beatles. Yeah, the Beatles. Um, yeah, so there it was like melodically, I loved all of their tunes, right? Um, mm-hmm. And then eventually, so like in high school, Sorry, I'm going off topic right now, but no, in high school, go I never. Go ahead, dude. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I never saw. Like, I didn't think my voice was like freaking amazing, right? It's not American Idol vibes, like. So I needed to compromise, <laughs> or not compromise. I needed to compensate for it in a way, and yeah. um, this answers also number question number one. It made me fall in love with the guitar more. Because I knew, okay, my voice is not great. I'm going to use the guitar to help me out here. Um, just the way John Mayer did. Because he's, you know, he's a, I don't know. I'm not mm-hmm. going to say it, but maybe he's a sex icon to a lot of fucking women. You know what I mean? Yeah, sounds about <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Famous. 
Love you, yeah. John, if you're listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but of course, that wasn't my motive. It was just, I just mean, like, it was just like, this guy makes good music and he's good at guitar, like, really good. Yeah, so, but everyone likes him, right? And so, um, back to the process of writing songs, uh, I kind of collected all of these um, influences, inspirations, and like, uh, in my head, subconsciously, I collected them and it started mixing together. Um, and because of like playing all of them, like practicing covers of those artists, like not making covers, I don't have any covers like that mm. online. So, you know, uh, just playing them at home, it kind of gave me an idea on how, uh, how maybe my sound would sound like my, finding my own sound so yeah i would just play random chords that i find sounds cool um and then click record on my phone and then freestyle sing gibberish now i want to emphasize gibberish because you know i mean freestyle rappers freestyle singing it's it's not always like perfect it's actually never yeah. perfect um in in fact it sucks a lot sometimes, but it's the melody that I'm going for. And not I don't care about the lyrics. The lyrics come after, you know. So that's kind of my process. I mean, like I just, um, I guess, uh, if you like expressing yourself through your voice, it would be a lot easier. Some people like playing the guitar to find the melody of that um, chord progression. Like, they play over it and then they solo over it. It's like, it really depends on what you're more comfortable with. But this one, yeah, I do the lyrics after. And um, that's how I've created a lot of my songs. They, you should hear my phone recordings. It's puro, like, it's all melodic combinations with gibberish. Some, some of it makes sense. Some of it makes sense. Sometimes I get lucky. I'm like, I freestyle sing a really good idea. And I'm like, fuck, I'm going to keep that one and make that song revolve around that line. You know what I mean? Uh, but most of the time, it's trash. I would never show anyone that. <laughs> uh, yeah, what's this? And then, I mean, this is years later. Just a few months ago, John Mayer shared like a video uh, an audio recording screen share on his instagram yeah. or something and it yeah it was literally shot him dark, right <laughs> yeah it was him humming and yeah. then shot in the dark. Mm, that's literally the that's the process like i mean i was just so flattered that he has the same process as me and so um yeah i guess we're best friends now yeah me and John. <laughs> Me and Tito John were best yeah, friends. I mean, oh, like to a point naman. Yeah. <laughs> to a point naman, like most musicians, you know, they all have the same like processes naman, diba? And like, I think it's, it makes sense to say that like musicians, like they kind of like just get inspiration from one another. Like what you said, yeah. diba? you get inspiration as part of your um, process and all that. So yeah. Like it's really, it's really cool to hear that uh, the process that goes into making music is like it just translates every single artist. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, 
I believe that like a lot of people, it's very similar. Everyone's process, similar or even the same, but they're yeah. pretty much all in the same context. Like chord progression starts first. Some people like writing poems and then making a tune for it. Yeah, into the song. And then, yeah. yeah. For sure, mm. that's how Arctic Monkeys does it. Alex Turner, specifically. Yeah, like like their, <laughs> their music is also like it's also different but you know it's them when you hear it like uh-huh yeah they have like yeah like mm-hmm. songs in one album that are like completely different from one another like you wouldn't even think it's the same band but then when you hear the like the beginning like melodies palang, you're like oh that's arctic <laughs> oh yeah definitely even before he starts singing you can kind of tell yeah it. even before yeah exactly like I really think yeah. that's what's what's kind of like a hidden goal for musicians also is to you know use each other's music to not only like influence each other but also to inspire like new mm-hmm. people who are starting to make their own music because like I know everyone tries to find their own sound but in reality you know in the, how big the the market is for making music now it's so hard to find a sound that's like 100% yeah, true. like different from someone else right you're always gonna find exactly that are similar similar yeah yeah doesn't mean they copy it just means like oh i was inspired by this musician so much that like i tried to do you know do an homage to them by by giving them like a a hint at like their style and the way that people do music too but like you know i've i've heard all your songs like because the first one came out like 2018 right so I heard the mm-hmm. few of them. Like when I hear all of them, like I know it's you already. Like what I was saying, like about <laughs> about awesome. musicians, like you have a you have a certain like sound that it's really like oh yeah, that's the style that, like, of of who your bands on. Um, jumping off of that, awesome. like now you have a a new EP that that's out um uh-huh. on Spotify and like everywhere else. Like, is there anything you wanna share about? about that like what was it like to write and record those songs in particular especially since you had to do a lot of it or maybe most of it during this pandemic time um well my my newest ep uh encantadora um i i made these songs most of the song two of the first the first two songs that i put out um i wrote them last 2018 uh, and I never really got to record or release them. Um, and so now during the pandemic, wow, it was, it was tough. It was just in the bank, like in my, my music bank or whatever. I just kept it there for yeah. so long because I couldn't go to the studio. Um, I didn't want to do it myself on GarageBand or any uh, digital audio workstation because I'm not really a producer. Uh, I make beats for fun. Not, not for like real music. So, and I don't want electronic drums in my music. Something, hola, it's just something yeah. I. Personal style, like preference. Lang. Personal, yeah. personal preference, yeah. And so Reach his own, I want man. it to be real. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, so during this pandemic, yeah, it was really hard. It was actually impossible to meet up with my band Smoothie Boots. Um, La Playa was able to practice. We we're, we're okay. We're doing okay, naman. But with smoothie booze yeah we literally had no opportunity to meet up um for very different reasons and mostly because um some of us live far away 
uh, one of us was just not allowed whatsoever to go out, like ever. <laughs> he was not allowed to leave his house, not for anything, not for groceries, nothing. Uh, and it was really strict. So we didn't get to do anything. I was kind of like in a musical rut for the longest time, the whole 2020 pandemic. Like I was like, man, what do I do now? So I, of course I just made random covers that I didn't post and like virtual jams that again, you can <laughs> watch on my Instagram. Um, and then, yeah, when things started to lighten up, I called up the studio. They said they were available and, uh, well, I've decided, okay, I should just do, I should just record by myself. Um, because, you know, I can't get the drummer to leave his house. Um, and I can't get the whole band to come together and practice before the actual recording. You have to practice. And yeah, because course. we couldn't practice anywhere, I had to practice on my own. <laughs> um, I play, I got my bass back. I practice on my bass, guitar, and drums as well. I got some makeshift drums that I made out of a notebook, uh, another notebook like random materials from my room and I made it into a drum set <laughs> just so I could practice oh, wow. the timing, the beats. Yeah. And um, so, and I, luckily I had drumsticks. I had my own drumsticks because I was a drummer when I was eight years old. So I kept them. Uh, wow. I just realized those are 12, 13 year old drumsticks. Anyway, so I practiced on my makeshift drums and I recorded everything by myself. Um, you can check out, I mean, I have a video, although it's kind of, I'm kind of shy because <laughs> that's my an anniversary video to my girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> but nice. yeah, it's there. It's, it's the whole song. Basically, it's part of my EP, Recent, uh, Recent to Try is part of Encantadora. And um, yeah, so I recorded that um, in the studio. Luckily, I was alone, no one there to rush me, judge me, anything. So uh, definitely had to wait. I waited uh, the whole pandemic just to do that. I wasn't the type of, I didn't like make stuff at home. I had like, I had a mental drought, a musical drought in my head. I just couldn't for right at least for a while but eventually i got it out and um it's come it, it's newly released <laughs> on spotify so yeah mm-hmm. that's how it works we're gonna have to listen to that for sure yeah you can check it out in campadora uh by yeah, right. band congrats song. man yeah yeah that's Thank a you. really big achievement especially like putting out music during like a time like this like it mm-hmm. must have been yeah. really hard to get everything together uh, that's yeah, why i kind of thought okay i gotta i gotta do this alone i mean a lot of people i'm sure would question why i or like smoothie booze broke up they, we didn't break up it's kind of just like we were a band and then um, I just always felt maybe like we weren't, um, what do you call this? 
it wasn't consistent. I always had to find the sessionist for a bassist. I always yeah. had to figure out, okay, who's gonna play this night because um this person can't, you know, um, and so, I mean, no, I didn't feel alone in the band. It's just, I mean, I was writing the music and we were playing it, so I was just thinking, okay, since I'm doing this next EP alone, I might as well rebrand also, because let's just say, um. Two years from now, I live somewhere else. I live abroad. I can't, I can't say, hey, you, musician, want to jam with me under the band name Smoothie Boos? Like, you know, they won't want to be... Yeah, it's going to be weird yeah. if they're suddenly Smoothie Boos, right? Mm. I'd rather make it just, okay, let's play for my project <laughs> <laughs> under who the band's on, you know? Yeah. And I thought about this also, especially because my drummer, my other drummer... So my drummer of La Playa moved to Australia and the drummer of Smoothie Boos plans to move to Spain. And so I was like, all right, there's no point keeping the band name anymore. So like, I'm just going to go for it. And, you know, of course I texted them. I texted all of them and they're like, of course, man, it's your, it's your, I forgot what they said. Brain baby, your music <laughs> baby. My Smoothie Boos is my music baby, something like that. So I was like, okay. Yeah. I'll just, I'll take it and like do whatever I can with it now. I mean, it's nice awesome, that you guys like, had I mean, like a proper ending. Like it wasn't yeah. like a bad blood or anything like a lot of bands. Like you guys yeah. really, you know, it was a mutual like agreement and you know, no bad blood or anything. Yeah. Like, we all still support each other. Like it's great, man. I'm glad it was that way. Yeah. Yeah. Could have had a better mm-hmm. celebration though. But in a pandemic, what can we do? Mm. Post COVID, na lang. Save it. Post COVID, but uh, but I, yeah, I was thinking like, should we have like a online inu man? I'm just like, oh god, I'm tired of that. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh inu mans, bro. They were fun, and they were not, and then they were not. So <laughs> that's actually true. Also. Yeah, that's actually true. If you have it like too often, like yeah. <laughs> Yeah, very true. Mm. Um, it's nice to know, like, um, what you've been through to the pandemic, like, because of the pandemic, you know, still putting out, like, your art out there. You know, it's really respectable talaga na you stay dedicated to your passion. Diba? Like, despite the circumstances, you're able to put stuff out there. So, yeah, like, not even just musicians, like, you know, everyone else, like, you know, directors and all that, you know, they still really push for their their stuff to be out there and yeah just hearing your story you know like pushing through you know even it's like the pandemic and stuff and yeah just staying dedicated and seeing that you know your EP's out again congratulations that yeah it was all worth it right? mm-hmm. so uh, we just want to ask like could you see yourself like pursuing you know, being a musician as a career, even though you technically are now, you know, but if so, like, where do you see yourself in that industry? Maybe, you know, 10, 15 years from now, you know, hopefully post-pandemic now. Uh, in terms of music, um, it's definitely a passion project of mine. Uh, you know, I record, I, I write, 
record, release, and then promote. So like promoting mm. those that was the hardest one. It takes the most time, in my opinion, because of course promoting is not my passion. It's the making of the music, it's the creation <laughs> of the music. But it's part of it. It's part of being a musician to promote yourself, social media and all be be very um efficient in that sense also because how will you get your music heard if you don't know how to do that and to be honest i don't think even think i don't even think i'm the best at that at all like yeah i post stories i make my own graphic design or infographic whatever um but it's not it's definitely not like label level marketing you know uh but even like i try to do my best um given my time and like resources uh but as a musician my goal really now i just want to release songs as much as i can keep writing uh always write i mean like even though it's shit like sometimes you make shit i make shit songs but i don't release them of course uh they're just kind of like learning experiences for me uh and then i just choose yeah. the ones i like na lang, if ever and then so yeah so in the next 10 to 15 years, I want to have like as many songs as possible. Maybe songs worth, I don't know, five albums, dude. That's a long time. So 15 years <laughs> nice. is a long time. So if I have like five albums of 10 each, so that's like 50 songs, right? Um, yeah, man. That would be great. I mean, a lot of my idols have a ton of songs. Like, Maybe some people don't even listen to those, but they have it. It's out there, right? And yeah, uh, they eventually become timeless. John Mayer, that dude is timeless. Why? Because he has right so many on. songs. Like, <laughs> you could always go back to um, Room for Squares. If you're feeling uh, like you want some sort of clarity, you go for heavier things, right? Sneaky, sneaky word, but nice. Yeah, dude. And if you're looking for the new, newer things, he's still coming out of the music. You know, it's um most for me. I mean, at least how I see him doing it is just keep making music and promote it. I mean, of course, he's got people to promote it for him. But eventually, if I have enough songs and people notice it. Um, like then boom, that would be like perfect for me. I mean, uh, right now, uh, yes, Spotify like streams that distributors that shit doesn't give you much money, it definitely doesn't feed your family or my family. Uh, so that's why I, I still embark on uh, different uh, income streams. Uh, like right now, I'm working, I'm um. I work for Alveo under Ayala Land. Ayala, I work oh, for Alveo Land. Nice, good for you, man. And um, yeah, if, if you know anyone, I'm gonna plug it right now. <laughs> no shame. Go. Shameless plug right here. But yeah, for pre-selling properties, just call me, man. Like anyone. Uh, you can find me online on Instagram. So anyway, that's like that's my main job right now. Uh, I don't personally want to see music as my main income because that will mm. pressure me to do whatever i can to get rich from it you know uh yeah, yeah. for me yeah 
yeah, for me, that's a, that's a bonus. If I get rich from music, well, fuck, I, I made it, you know? If I don't, <laughs> I have my whole life there, yeah. listenable mm-hmm. and available to people to listen to until I die. That's you know what I mean? True. Right um, on, man. Mm-hmm. And this is not to discourage musicians who say that this is like a full-time job. Like it's, if it's their <laughs> full-time job, I personally respect that. I admire that they can do that, right? Uh, I can't. I, I can't do it. Um, but, you know, if, if they can do it, by all means, go ahead. Um, but I use it more as a passion. And um, yeah. it's just something to, you know, get by. I mean, it's enough to give me some food, KFC, when I'm craving at midnight. You know what I mean? That's like, <laughs> yeah. It's honestly, it's dope. Uh, if I, if business wise, like, dude, that's passive income. It's small app, but dude, that's paying for meals. You know, it's still, it's still something. Just keep that's making true. songs and it works. Yeah. So I'm really it makes excited. you happy. Tapos it makes you happy, pa. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me happy. Uh, I love seeing that you know people are listening to it. I mean. Um, for the longest time, the number one country listening to my music was the United States. I was like, what? Not Whoa, even Philippines. Wow. Like, what the fuck? Bro. <laughs> um, of course, the Philippines eventually uh, overtook uh, the states yeah. in, the, in the numbers, but the states is still number two. Um, and I was just like, wow. Uh, I mean, this is amazing. Like, I didn't even know like people from these countries listen to it. Uh, Hungary, there was a like, there's a group of students, I think, or just a group of friends. They randomly made a video using my song. Wow. Oh. Oh, lang. It was just unofficial music video that they wanted to do for fun. I was like, well, thank you. I appreciate that. That's awesome. Um, yeah. It does, man. Mm-hmm. So it's just that some, some stuff, like sentimental things that I'm holding on to for the next 10, 15 years. Uh, yeah. So since you made this sounds so, like a great plan, like numbers. Yeah. So since it's obviously and a good, good mindset to have too. Yeah. Yeah, that too. So since it's clear that you've been doing this for a while, and you know, it's like you do it, like it's your passion project, makes you happy and all. Like it's not your main career or anything. Do you have any like advice to give for any aspiring musicians out there? Be it if it's they're gonna do it to try it like for a full career or just like you, like a passion project and like how you manage to use it to stay positive during this pandemic. Um, all right. Uh, first off, like maybe if I would give advice for musicians who want to do this full time, uh, yeah, don't, don't focus too much just on the music. It's either you, yeah, of course you make your music, do what you want with it. Um, Make sure you love your music and not not try to make music for others. Uh, other than that, like I guess music is really it's solely based on marketing, I'll be honest. Uh, the way you brand yourself, the way you get people to listen to you. That's I mean, nowadays especially, that's all social media marketing. And uh, through my yeah. experience, people would see me online on social media and then that's when they'd get me for gigs this was before pandemic of course um but i guess for all musicians out there uh just like keep writing 
don't don't feel pressured to make your music good. Um, just focus on making your music the way you like it, because the moment the moment you stray away from what's not you or what you think, oh, I should just sell out and do this, um, then you might not be happy. I mean, um, if you're under a label and they ask you to do stuff you don't want to do. Really, that's your decision if you want to make music to get rich or you want to make music because it's your passion. There are two different things that I got. And um, either way, you're making music to get money. Boo, congrats, bro. Uh, well, of course, I wish that for myself, Ryan, but, um, but I, I personally like just writing. Um, if you're discouraged to write music because it sucks, uh, for you, just keep trying because you'll never know when uh, a gem will come out. Uh, for example, <laughs> for example, like um, back in high school, I was quite a lover boy. Anyway, so I made <laughs> I made like a whole album, twelve <laughs> songs about this person, and uh, basically out of those twelve songs, only one was acceptable for me, and that's. That was You Got Dreams. That that song is now on Spotify. It was oh. my first single. Um, that, so I wrote You Got Dreams in like 2016, around that year. Yeah, I was 16 years old or something. Uh, and then, yeah, it was part of those 12 songs that it, that I poured my out, heart out for. Like, um, and it, it made it. That was the only thing that made it, right? So... How I see it, it's like, okay, I'm just going to keep writing, keep writing, because one out of 12 songs is going to be something that I like, you know? So that's something to keep in mind for musicians. Like, just keep, you know, don't hate on yourself. If it sucks, there's something better. You're going to make something better for sure. You just keep trying. Yeah. Um, it's a lot. That that mindset also works in so many aspects, especially That's, like yeah. sales, sales, like what I'm in <laughs> for Avail Land Corporation. Uh, <laughs> so <just> go, <laughs> go to my, you can go to my uh, Instagram also, alveo.puliobanson. Yeah, you can check that out. Sorry, too you, many man. plugs. Of something we'll be sure that's to plug music. that too, don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, you know, uh, it's definitely like because this is technically related to my music because if i am not eating i am dead and <laughs> that job is feeding me so how will i make music That's if i'm true. dead right guys so share it share it around man like anyone listening to this or who listens to my music yeah but yeah um any more advice uh with the music I don't know. <laughs> Find people that inspire you, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, and like, also, don't try to sound like someone else the way that I, <laughs> I mean, eventually, subconsciously, I made music that sounded like Alex Turner or Don Mayer. But, you know, there, when I was recording You Got Dreams, um, I instead of trying to put on my best imitation of John Mayer's voice, I, or Alex Turner's voice, I did the opposite. I just said, okay, this is how I talk and this is how I sing. 
without trying and let's see how it goes. So it's just more of the singing without trying. That's how I kind of thought, okay, maybe this is my voice, this is my sound. So just accept yourself, you know? Yeah. This is great. <laughs> Nailed it, man. <laughs> Very yeah, uh, applicable you. to uh, real life, not only in the field of music yeah, or in sure. the field of, you know, of your avail hand. <laughs> also we got you yeah we got you dude <laughs> all right so before we end we have um one more question that we've been actually asking like all of our very recent guests and we plan on asking it not to every guest that we have um since we recently rebranded like our reason for doing this podcast because in the beginning it was literally just about friends talking about whatever the hell we wanted to talk about but once we started getting guests and actually like listening to Um, their hobbies, their passions, and hearing what they had to say. Like, it really inspired us and reminded us, like, why we love having conversations like this. Um, and uh, we really just want to always, you know, reunite and bring people together while motivating our guests to pursue their passion. So hopefully, we we're able to do that for you through this podcast to make you realize, you know, just how much you love music and, you know, why it means so much to you. Um, and, you know, since this is, like, This is the first time you're meeting two out of three of us and you and me haven't caught up in like a long time. So how do you feel having gone on this podcast adventure with us? Um, uh, it's definitely, it's refreshing to be able to talk about my music again. Uh, you don't really get much interviews this way, like during <laughs> pandemic and all. It's nice to talk to you again, buddy. Like it's been so long and it's nice, yeah, man, of course, sure. meeting uh, John. Uh, John and Ramon um, yeah, man. and yeah, like man, it's really it's a nice uh, experience always to like just meet people talk to them about your passion it feels great it makes me um, I sense uh, some sort of like reassurance that like you know I could still keep putting music out there um, it shows like okay, maybe people do still enjoy it, you know? So I'm just gonna keep trying, putting whatever I want out there and, like, uh, see where it goes. And, um, yeah. And thank you for this opportunity as well. Like, um, Dude, for sure. We're so happy we were able to, like, yeah. do this for you. Like, as a musician, to, like, get it known that your thank music you. is, like, super great. Deserves to be listened <laughs> by a lot of people. Thank yeah, you. man. <laughs> Yeah. Uh. So yeah. I mean, wait. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I just said a bunch of so. Yeah. I mean, no worries. That's that's the most <laughs> common word that you'll hear. Besides the is yeah. <laughs> uh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Now I'm brain brain. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But it's nice talking to people again. Like you know, people I don't talk to very i mean at all i mean new people new minds for sure yeah. <laughs> new sharing of minds <laughs> new sharing of minds you know um it's just yeah i can't wait till this whole thing is over we can finally like go out and be and party. Just normal again you know yeah man take a hand mm -hmm. you know None of that elbow shit anymore. Oh, that's true. Or just you know, the pointing uh, and nodding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 hey. Just be like, uh, <laughs> oh, hi, Tita. 
you're like six like meters that from afar. Air and they kind of don't know who you are. You're like, who's that? Ah, and then they're like, yeah. Oh, the best way to like mask the flying kiss, bro. Just incorporate mm-hmm. that to everyone through the mask, <laughs> so that you know, still say, still staying. Safe yeah, 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 yeah. This is on top. This is just yeah. like, yeah. It's the, <laughs> but with the sound, dapat. Yeah, it's Mwah, All right. I love you. I kiss you if it wasn't me. <laughs> I kiss save you it, save it for, no save it for another time. <laughs> yeah. All right. I mean, yeah, I think that is a wrap. Again, we would like to thank Julio for taking the time to be here in our podcast. Um, we're going to be plugging once again. All of his stuff in the description, his music about Spotify, um, social media, Instagram, of course, Aveo Land. Can't forget about that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, this has been another episode of the Sis Podcast. We hope you guys were inspired just as we were, you know, especially to the musicians out there listening, aspiring musicians. And yeah, um, stay safe and we'll see you on the next one. One, two, three, four. Thanks for tuning in to my school.